0: Welcome to the Conjecturing, a horrorish podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey guys. And I'm your host Rob. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Excellent, good? Rob. Doing so good.
0: Good. Doing good. Yeah, we were. I was just updating these guys uh, right before we started recording. And just, I'm, I'm actually not in the car for once. I'm actually back in my home. Um, I have air conditioning. It's not like <laughs> a thousand degrees. Um, so it's nice. It's actually nice in here right now. I got Maui's hook protecting me. So, uh, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully that helps, you know, um, we're not, we didn't do a spooky ghost movie this week. So I think I'm okay right now. Uh, but, uh, the movie we are doing this week, your next was equally, uh, horrifying. Um, But uh, you know, I guess I'm actually happy I'm not in my car after watching your next because like maybe somebody would try to like break into my car and try to like steal an inheritance I didn't know I have or something like that, you know. <laughs> there you go. Um yeah, but uh it's going good, going good, going good.
2: This is like the end of an era though with you not in your car.
0: I know it's been a. it's been a long run. It's been a long run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta wow. retire retire the car. Well, you can keep the
1: car, just um yeah. <laughs> you know, don't record in there anymore
0: oh that's true Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. i'll have to to cancel the tow truck then (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah so let's uh let's see what we're drinking tonight so let me get the drop going here
3: what's in the gums
0: so uh so what are you what are you drinking greg what are you drinking tonight for this movie
1: I made a really cool cocktail. Um, it's actually called the Tiger's Eye. Ooh! It's got a bunch of random stuff in it. Honestly, it's like triple sec, vanilla liqueur, brandy, lime. I've got a little orange peel in here. Um, definitely recommend it.
0: Nice. Uh, what about you, Laura? What are you What are you drinking tonight?
2: I am drinking a Brain Blender, brain which blender. is just a strawberry uh, frozen margarita. But if you can see i put my blender blade in it
0: oh now i get it i was like wait what is going on that's
1: so cool wow
2: because that scene made me laugh so hard
0: did
1: you invent the name or was
2: (laughs) i don't i'm sure i didn't i mean i did come up with it in my own head but i'm not gonna take credit for it
0: your own your own brain
2: my own brain
0: Uh, mm yeah nice nice nice. yeah yeah definitely take out the blade before you start drinking yeah oh that's funny that's funny uh yeah i'm just drinking um i'm drinking a screwdriver we saw a screwdriver in the very beginning of this movie (laughs) after some awkward sex so uh, (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's it yeah so cheers you guys cheers cheers um. Uh, so we got uh, let's get updates now. So we, I don't think we got any listener comments. Man, what's up with listener Lindsay? I haven't heard from her in like a couple weeks now. I, I, what's going What's going on? I, I usually would like look forward to like her emails about what's going on, how she liked the show, stuff like that. You know. So I'm actually like jonesing a bit. Like I feel like an addict. <laughs> like it's like it's gone and I miss it. You know. You took it for granted, man. I know. Yeah. Dang, you know, man. But uh, maybe, maybe 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 next week. Maybe next week we'll have an update from listener Lindsay or you know anybody else that wants to email us in you know conjecturing at gmail um i don't know really think do we have any anything from previous shows i know greg had a little something he wanted to talk about host from last week uh, what do you what do you got greg
1: yeah after we did that episode i was looking on the internet about other. you know you guys had some really good theories about that movie um another theory that i came across was by someone named sc paris they are a she's a a horror novelist and she's a writer and she does like a she's like a blogger and a a vlogger as well and she wrote a review in the movie and her theory was that the movie host is actually a a movie that represents uh the the, obviously the pandemic that we're in that we already knew that watching the movie but her theory is that the demon represents COVID-19 so it's this idea oh. that, that the Zoom call, everything is, is symbolic of something else. The Zoom call represents the physical interactions that we have with each other, okay? And in this, you know, situation that we're in where, you know, there's a lot of information that's out there and there's some people that believe it to a very high degree and some people who don't. And the people that believe it take it very, very seriously. And you have others on the opposite side of the spectrum that joke about it and don't take it seriously at all. And that this, the movie host was a symbolized that, like, for example, you know, um, her theory was that Gemma was the person that that didn't take it seriously. She was she would joke about it, you know, and um, the fact that she took it very lightheartedly and she created that mask that we said uh, that the ghost or the virus, you could say, um, was allowed to like inhabit and infect the group and the the fact that teddy you know laura you brought up that great question would teddy have gotten haunted if he had just stayed off the call and Mm. this is where the theory also plays in it's like Teddy was socially dancing from the group right so he was staying away from them and when he re-engaged with them, it was like then he contracted the demon he contracted the Mm. virus and um and and guess what his girlfriend died as well you know so the um this person sc perry she had a really great analysis of it and her you know her theory was that it was about COVID-19 was very interesting to me you know she's basically like drawing a parallel between you know non-believers of the supernatural and and non-believers um in the pandemic Mm. and I thought that was just like a really interesting uh like thought experiment about what the movie was about and it was I hadn't even that didn't occur to me at all even though the whole movie was, was uh placed in this pandemic situation that we're rolling i didn't think that it might have been representative of it
2: yeah
0: it's
1: crazy um, right
2: that mm-hmm. is crazy
1: yeah that's
0: some good parallels there you know uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool yeah 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 you know i don't know if it's wow. as good as my theory about there's a or there's no g ghost but you know pretty good <laughs> pretty good you know um <laughs> um yeah cool uh do you have anything laura from host nothing there nope no just uh, did you watch it for the 10th time now have you watched it more
2: no no i i took a break to watch uh your next what we're talking about here
0: oh, okay nice nice nice
2: Yeah. okay cool cool
0: cool. all right so um yeah so let's get into a little bit of the movie uh reveal here a bit so like i said we're doing 2011's your next this was laura's movie pick uh why did you pick this movie laura
2: i mentioned this last week but this was a movie well first of all it had really slipped through my radar when it came out um and, and, until my good friends Greg and his wife Lindsay had told us to watch it and i remember really not liking it pretty pretty early on when i saw it the first time and just to be honest i've been dying to revisit it because i i had a feeling that i wouldn't be so snobbish this time around when i watch it and could actually mm. you know enjoy some aspects of it so yeah
0: interesting Super pumped interesting but i had
2: mm. had the excuse to watch it again yeah
0: yeah so let's just let's just say right up front right now what would you have gave the movie one out of five back then
2: oh i don't know probably a two
0: probably a two hmm yeah okay okay and then greg of course you've seen this movie right like you said yeah. you're the one to introduce it to laura so and i'm coming in with fresh eyes so hmm. interesting okay all right we'll see where i land Then, seeing how this is the first time i've seen it so uh so we'll see, you know. It might be yeah. like it might be like you need to watch it a couple times, but we'll get into it in a bit, you know. Um yeah, so before we get into more of the movie here, let's do our horror segment of the week. This week I have for you guys. So <laughs> I got a question for you guys. I got a question <laughs> for you guys. Um, so this question this question uh, definitely pertains to the movie we're watching this week. It is a home invasion movie. Uh, we've done multiple of these in the past. Yeah. Um, so pretty much the question is to you guys, you know, I want you guys to answer your choice from the three choices and uh, why, of course. Uh, so which home invasion movie would you choose to be in if you had to be a part of one? So we got this week's movie. You're next. We have from episode three of our pod, funny games and then, ah. and then, episode six of our pod, don't breathe. So between those three home invasion movies, which one would you choose? They all come down. We all. They all come down to which one do you think would be best to survive, or way to get out, or something like that. You know. Exactly. So
1: in this situation, are we on the in, the invaders' side or the ones being invaded? You can choose whatever you want to choose, Greg. You can choose mm-hmm.
2: whatever. What? No. Yeah. We're being invaded.
0: You can choose whatever you want. You can choose whatever you want. I'll be uh I'll be Roly Poly from Funny Games. That's cool. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Just which which, uh, which of the three movies? Which one would you choose to be a part of? Maybe you're an accomplice. You know. Maybe you're an accomplice now. You know. What do you What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Laura? Let's let Laura go first. She's she's upset that I'm already letting Greg be a murderer. But
2: uh... yeah, I, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna forget that you even uh, made that an option because I think the question it's more telling when you have to figure out how you would survive which is kind of the point of this movie we're talking about mm-hmm. so uh obviously i'm not picking your next because i don't think i can survive like arrows and crossbows coming out of nowhere Mm-mm. through windows when i'm not expecting them so that's totally out and you weren't you weren't <laughs> uh,
0: you weren't raised on a compound
2: i was not no, no.
0: Uh-huh. i was raised
2: in a suburb
1: oh uh, so, yeah you're you dead you're
2: dead yeah mm. <laughs> hey hey now hey I'll
1: now. the name of your movie it wouldn't be your next it would just be you're dead you're, you're dead. dead you're dead
2: <laughs> yeah i mean i y- you would think that i could probably take a, a blind man at night in his home but then i wouldn't Ooh, think man, so that's
0: a risk yeah you, yeah you, you know you know it's in the basement too uh, oh, so
2: <laughs> I, you know Honestly, I think I'm going funny games because any other situation, I think I could fucking take those two guys. I mean, they're just like these preppy guys, you know, and they, as long as I think that you were able to like get them down up front, you have a really good chance of survival. For example, Naomi Watts, she gets away at one point of this movie. And this is actually my biggest problem with funny games is that they recapture her. Mm -hmm. But like she, you know, she got away. So I think that that's probably my my best scenario right there.
0: True, true. Okay. All right. Good choice. Good choice. Okay. What about you, Greg? What do you
1: think? Uh, who would you be in these three movies? Well, I'm not okay with my kid dying, so I'm not going to choose funny <laughs> games. But what I would oh, say Lordy. is um, I, I agree with you, Laura. I'm not going to pick your next. There's no way I would survive in this situation. So I'm going with I would like to be one of the intruders in um, – the blind what's the blind dude what's that don't don't breathe don't breathe yeah i'd like to be an intruder and don't breathe Mm -hmm. because a you have an option to to swindle a lot of money out of that job b you also have the opportunity to save someone's life (laughs) so you're you know you're you're doing a good deed and you're also making bank that's Mm -hmm. my option
2: you're you're doing a you're doing a good deed by saving someone but then you're also robbing someone
1: it balances out i feel like that's a that's a fair offset yeah you, you yeah. sound you sound
0: like the one kid in it what was his name laura is that the kid you love oh yeah his name is uh, dylan or something yeah. like that yeah that's greg greg's a percy jackson kid in that movie no <laughs> she'll know <laughs> oh that's Damn. funny hmm, interesting Food. oh man dang I'm trying to think who what, which one I would want to be in um man I, I guess I'm gonna I'll choose your next then I'll choose your next so I'm gonna be I'm you're gonna, dead. why <laughs> you're dead yeah no I'm not dead because I'm the boyfriend at the end you're Tariq you're um, Tariq uh, no I'm the boyfriend at the end you're still dead oh, oh I forgot I dodged it <laughs> But I kept thinking watching the movie, like, I look just like the guy. Like, I feel like me and him look so similar <laughs> to each other. We both have the beard. You do, you we do. have, like, the same hair and everything like that. You know, I'm not wearing a cardigan or anything like that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and I don't have, like, rich parents. But, uh, man, I think I would have to be him. But I would probably, yeah, I would definitely not screw up at the end, though. You know? was was? Oh, we were, I don't want to get into the movie. I don't want to get into the movie. That's <laughs> the question. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be that guy, I guess, you know? Uh, I think you guys' answers were better than mine, so. Thank you. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah. If anybody wants to email in, let us know what uh, movie they would want to be a part of and who they would want to be protagonist or antagonist. Uh, you can hit us up conjecturing pod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod. So, mm-hmm. uh, so let's get into the movie now here. I'm already the guy from the movie. What's his fucking name? Crispin. Crispin. Crispin? Oh Ugh. my God. He looks like he looks like a Crispin. Jeez. I know. I'm, I'm sad. I and I, I aligned myself with him now. Damn it. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so let's get to the movie. Uh, it's time to let let's plug in the blender. Yes. The movie this week. So uh, yeah. So we're we're reviewing uh, your next. We already talked about it a little bit. You know. Uh, I'm I'm the doppelganger of Crispin. Uh, so this is a 2011 movie. Uh, it says Toronto slash UK. This is where it originated from. Laura, is that it?
2: Yeah, that's where it was first released and it actually didn't come out in the US until
0: 2013. Mm. Okay, nice, nice. Uh director is Adam Wingard. Uh Laura put on here he directed Blair Witch and I was like, "Wait a second. What? The remake?" but then i was like then i had to look it up and be like okay that's not right because i'm like there's no way uh yeah so he did the uh, the 2016 i guess remake i you know um so it's like okay Mm uh yeah and then he done it he's done a bunch of other horror movies he's mostly a horror movie director yeah um yeah screenplay was written by simon barrett and the budget for this movie was one million dollars um that seems like a lot for this movie for not a lot going on but uh I don't know. It's interesting. A
2: lot of blood.
0: Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, A yeah, box office has made $26.9 million, so it made a good amount of money for for its return. So that's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, Laura, do you have some interesting facts about the movie?
2: Yes, I do. So the characters that play Aaron and Z, they're actually best friends in real life, and they were roommates before they filmed this movie and mm. all during the filming of this movie. I thought that was kind of cute and fun. Wow. Uh yeah right, small world. <laughs> <laughs> is he the girl uh, from
0: Tron? Is she the no? That's Olivia Wilde. Did you just confuse Z with Olivia Wilde? Same haircut, same haircut. That's
1: about it. That's not the girl from Tron. No,
0: but uh, I I can see that though. It's it's similar. It is similar. The from Olivia Wilde from Tron.
1: Oh, I thought it was the whole time. I was okay. This was Olivia Wilde. I didn't know that was her name. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. I hate it when the, there's like actors that look the same, and I always get to confused. And uh, who's the girl from the OC? Is that Olivia oh. Wilde too? <laughs> Is that Olivia Wilde. Misha too? Barton. No, no, no. The one who was no. like the bartender.
2: Oh, that was Olivia Wilde. That was like her okay. first one of her first role. So I got yeah. that right.
1: Okay, I'm just trying to organize the data in my brain. Yeah, and, it, it's, right. it's, and it's it's all Olivia Wilde. It's all Olivia.
0: Everything Wilde. Everything's Olivia Wilde. Yeah, <laughs> Greg, you're going wild. Uh, okay, so do you want to do you want to continue continue, Laura? Yes,
2: yes. So Simon Barrett, the writer, uh, he wrote the film after Adam Wingard, the director, told him that he wanted to do a home invasion movie. Uh, Noting that they were the only films that still truly frightened him. And so from there, Barrett wrote the script, which is actually inspired by Agatha Christie mysteries, um, as well as pulling combinations of like screwball comedies and chamber mysteries. And I thought, Mm. once I kind of thought more about that, I was like, yeah, I totally see that with some of the dark humor in this film.
0: I don't, I don't remember a lot of humor in this movie, but we'll
2: get
1: get into it. I guess maybe I, maybe I, maybe I missed. (laughs) Attempted humor, no doubt. Maybe. All over the place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and then to kind of go back to the whole Toronto thing. So this was first shown at the Toronto International Film Festival. And then it, it was actually part of a bidding war that took a really long time. And it was eventually bought by Lionsgate. But that of course was right when Lionsgate and Summit merged, which caused a further delay. So that is why it took another two years before it got the worldwide theatrical release. Mm. So that must have been really frustrating. Oh wow.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Dang. That's crazy to film like something like, you know, in a certain year and you gotta wait that long for everybody to see it, you know? Yeah. Wow. Can you
1: imagine if um another producer released a movie that was similar to yours in that in that time frame? Yeah. Yeah. That I'm that sure would that, be that the happens. Most- yeah, yeah. yeah possibly yeah like yeah. when there's a w- when there's like a theme i think that catches on in society mm-hmm. and people want to just suddenly make it like like host right when there's like something that some people want to make a, a movie of i feel like it becomes a race who's going to be the first one to to produce a movie mm-hmm.
0: that uses that theme that's true yeah yeah uh Laura, do you want to go through, through some of the cast here you got a lot of notes on here that uh I think you'd be better yeah. at reading. <laughs> I, I
2: just like to know, uh, you know, what people are from, especially if it's a cast of actors I don't recognize because then... I didn't
0: know. Like, I only knew, like, one person in this movie, and that was the dad. Because I know him. Yeah. He's been in, like, a bunch of comedies, you know, that, yes, I, that I know exactly. him from. exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I kind of like to look into that because, well, A, I want to know what else they've done. I'm just curious. But also if it's something I've seen that usually will kind of, you know, the light bulb will go off in my head and I'll recognize them then. Mm -hmm. So I always like to do that research. So Sharni Vinson is Aaron, our main character. Uh, Nicholas Tucci is Felix. And I will say that, unfortunately, uh, Nicholas Tucci passed away in March of this year. What? Dang. Yeah. So kind of sad. Dang, he was young then. He was. I-, I think he was suffering from cancer. Oh, Ooh. dang. That sucks. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's too
2: so, so feel pretty bad because obviously um, he had a very unlikable character. So I'm sure we're going to rip on this guy. But, uh, you know, yeah, you just yeah. got to remove yourself from real life and, you know, R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wendy Glenn played Z. A.J. Bowen plays Crispin. Joe Swanberg played older brother Drake. He is the (laughs) writer director of that Netflix show Easy. It's a pretty good show, actually. Uh, Sarah Myers plays Kelly. Amy Smythe plays uh, little sister Amy. She was in Alien Covenant, and she also had a brief role. She was on one episode of Stranger Things season two. And I totally remember that episode she was on. Oh,
3: nice. Wow.
2: And then Rob Morin, who you mentioned, is the dad, Paul, uh, mostly comedic actor. He was in, like, Hall Pass, Kingpin, something about Mary, Dumb and Dumber, Shallow Hell, all those. Yeah. And then Barbara Crampton, she plays the mom, Aubrey. You guys probably recognized her. She has Mm -hmm. been in horror movies for over three decades now.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: so she's a big, big face in you know the horror community
0: she does a lot of like the like ones from like the 80s right like i don't think i don't think they were b horror movies but like a lot of those ones oh b
2: horror too yeah 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 and then the only other person worth mentioning is that um of the three masked you know murderers the lamb the tiger and the fox simon barrett the screen you know the writer he is actually the tiger mask so that's his little cameo in the film
0: oh wow cool cool Mm -hmm. okay uh You just want to keep talking, Laura, and give synopsis now?
2: Yeah, this is just going to be the Laura episode, I (laughs) guess.
0: Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, synopsis. So we've got a strange family. They decide to get together for the parents' anniversary at their new retirement home. Uh, The family consists of the parents and their four adult children, uh, who all bring their significant others. And once they're all together and having a nice dinner, it's pretty quickly interrupted by three masked murderers who are out to brutally kill them all for no known reason to us as the viewer um and we follow the main character aaron who is the girlfriend of one of the sons and let's just say she is not your typical final girl yeah. to say the least
0: yeah um yeah so let's get into the movie uh let's just start with the opening you know do you guys have any
1: thoughts on kind of the open in the movie how it began setting everything up what do you think greg uh, well, the, whole, the the first scene, they actually don't even focus on the family. They focus on the neighboring home, and it's this guy who's dating a younger girl. And they the movie starts off with them basically doing it in the bedroom. It lasts like a minute. She gets up, starts playing, you know, some music, and then that's when. Um, one of the the mass intruders enters the home and and kills them both basically so it's interesting because the the first scene really doesn't serve itself you don't know what's going on but it does serve like the uh the setup of the movie because right after that that's when you find out that the parents own the home next door and that home is like their vacation home um, and they're gonna be using that place as like the setting for their anniversary reunion where they're bringing the whole family together. So right off the bat, you know that, okay, well, this isn't good. Someone just committed capital murder right next to you and you're gonna bring your whole family together. That can't be great. Um, so I, I definitely like, you don't realize the significance of the opening scene until maybe about 10 or 15 minutes. And um, one thing I didn't like was that I'm tired of people writing in blood so perfectly. This is the—I I have this thing. Like after the the intruder kills the first girl, she goes out, she puts on some music, um, which I have to say is—it's like a very upbeat song. I don't know what song it is, but it's like it's very upbeat and it goes on repeat. And the intruder comes in and kills her, but leaves the music going. And it's a very like the juxtaposition of the music going over and over again, and then the murder is really. I thought that was very scary and uh, and creepy. But then what what he does is the, the guy who owns this, this house next door, he's taking a shower. He comes down and he sees the words, you're next written in blood on the wall. And it looks like the guy was like a professional graffiti artist. Like he wrote mm-hmm. it in very like scary, quote unquote, scary looking font. I just think that like, you know, whether it's even in Triangle, they did this thing where like writing in blood is not an easy thing. Someone's dipping, do you, a paintbrush? do you have a paintbrush with you? Are you <laughs> dipping it in the wound and putting it on the wall? How much time do you have? It's like, are you an artist? I think if you're gonna be doing that, stop, 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 stop yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall the, it, the opening was, uh, was interesting. Like you you have no idea what is going on. You just know that a murder happens and that the family is, um, is sort of like moving into their vacation home next door. And it's mm-hmm. just mysterious yeah 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 no
0: I, I agree I agree I mean I like the opening I like the you know the opening kill whatever you want to call it you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's a good it's it's pretty pretty violent, which I think is pretty cool yeah <laughs> like like you said Greg just like yeah the, the writing on the wall is pretty insane you know but you you don't know his backstory Greg maybe he is an aspiring artist and that's that's what he does to he can that's be what he, that's what he does because be what judgmental. he loves doing yeah you know you're just jealous you're a little jealous Greg I think you know mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> said the the one time you tried doing it didn't work so you got a little upset yeah you mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't you just you just don't get the you don't get the <laughs> volume of of blood to create something yeah like that. yeah uh yeah what so what do you think of the opening Laura
2: yeah i I agree with you guys uh, completely i I will say that and this isn't just the beginning this is kind of the theme of the movie it's all very horror cliche I mean this this opening is so cliche I mean not only do we open the film to two people having sex but And then on top of that, it's a really old man and like a young woman. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just works. You know, it's I think it's okay to be cliche in these ways if if it's going to work and you can pull it off. So I I thought the opening was fun in that way. Mm. It just felt like, okay, like I'm buckle down. I'm getting ready to watch like a good horror movie. That's kind of how it felt. And I think we both. Uh, or all three of us actually talked about this before, but we all kind of like those openings, you know, Scream did it, Conjuring did it, where you open up to like a side story. Mm-hmm. Whether it yeah. just gives a slight detail to what's going to happen through the rest of the movie or or a lot of detail, it kind of doesn't matter. It's just, um, it's fun to start a movie that way. So yeah, the opening, the opening worked for me. I liked
0: it yeah okay nice 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 uh yeah pretty much yeah after the opening then you go you meet the you meet the characters you meet all the characters you meet the family you know all the brothers and sisters and the parents and uh, and all that stuff and uh, i don't know i mean you know as, as much as i said that i look like the main character what's the name again crispin crispy crispin crispin yeah uh you know uh i like right away i was like he She. that girl is way too good looking for him i was well, like he
2: just Ah. Oh, yeah it's I mean, this is the big problem with this movie is that no character is likable. And that's okay. Oh, well, except for her. She yeah. is likable. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Every other character is more or less not likable,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which is okay. In some movies, that's good. In fact, I really love it when I, I hate a character so much because I'm like, wow, that acting was incredible for you to like elicit this rage coming out of me, you know? But this kind of, besides Aaron every character was unlikable and just like super blah to me. So hmm. yeah, I mean, e- even when I was watching, you know, the two of them in the car talking, I, I was overlooking the whole like, all right, she's beautiful. He's whatever. You know, I was trying to <laughs> overlook that. And
0: thanks, Laura. I remember I look like him. So watch, you watch no. it, watch it. You guys are
1: missing. I-, I think you guys are missing the point that he... He was, he's a college professor, and she was a TA. Like, this is something that you hear about. Like, you know, when you have someone in a subordinate position. First of all, they have a common interest. So you definitely have a link there. But secondly, it's the idea of like, you know, power and influence. So I you have to, you can't discount that when you think about the relationship. She was his TA. So you have to imagine that, you know, she looked up to him. You know, and admiration is just, it's one component of affection. So I, I think that probably played into it. They had a little joke at the dinner table about how inappropriate or unprofessional it was, which is kind of funny. But like, I imagine that was somehow like, you know, twirled in into the whole formula
0: I don't don't think there's any way that's 100% there's no way that's accurate Greg you know but I feel like that's you know for someone that is you know whatever you want to call it like not dominant or somebody that um, is like looking for something in their life or it's not like a great thing to do Um, and I just feel like that's not her character her character is super strong she's independent she like makes great decisions and I just don't think that Character that person would make that decision, you know, maybe, yeah,
2: yeah, Greg. What you're saying is completely true, and that does happen a lot, but exactly. He and I I won't even talk about how awesome she is, but this guy is I'm sorry, he's a pussy. And I and it, (laughs) she would have, no matter how smart, intelligent, you know, he may have seen seemed to her when he was the professor, and maybe she fell for like his brains. She would have found out he was a pussy pretty quickly. And I don't think she would have then been like, I'm in love with this guy and I'm going to meet his family. That, well, that's, me- that's the
1: thing. Like, maybe because look, we, we know as viewers what her final backstory is. So we know that she's tough and she's badass. So she doesn't need a man to provide that for her. She has that. So maybe she really appreciates his intellectual contribution to the relationship more than his physical imposing nature that you would expect, you know, in, in a stereotypical Male female relationship.
0: I I guess, but I, I just wish they would have gave some type of scene to show that he had anything else other than it, than not being a pussy. Like they didn't have a scene. <laughs> they didn't have a scene that showed that he was smart. They didn't have a scene that showed he was funny. They didn't have a scene that even showed he had a personality. He was pretty much just like blah. You know, not so it's, true. Yeah. so yeah. like if you're blah and then you look like a troll, you know, I'm sad. I, I look like this guy. So I don't know why I'm saying that. But uh... okay,
2: he does not look like a troll. <laughs> okay, but okay, she's OK, 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 like a supermodel. OK, so. It's...
0: Yeah, she's like a nine and he's like a <laughs> he's like a five, you know. <laughs> You know, um, but uh yeah, oh, but uh, I just wish they would. I wish yeah, right, like visually it doesn't work, you know, and then if you dig deeper, it still doesn't work. So <laughs> that was like that was like my big thing in this movie, too, is just like I was happy when he left when he went to go
1: run away. I was like, oh, thank God, get this loser out of here. But did that make you suspicious or something like when you thought, well, how did it-? you know well,
2: well i think we'll get there right okay uh, yeah, yeah yeah we'll, we'll get, get
1: there, there
0: we'll get there yeah we're, we're not going linear through this story just to let you guys know this isn't host. No. This, this isn't the shining this isn't something we're gonna like go through every Mid-Somar. scene of here yeah. yeah this isn't one of those movies but uh we'll spend 20 minutes talking about the schlub in the movie yeah, that's about it so uh <laughs> yeah but uh yeah uh yeah like Laura was talking about just yeah you don't really like anybody in this movie you know mm-hmm. the brother is an asshole you know uh he's like a dick which one Oh, <laughs> well, that's true. I guess both. Well, yeah, I guess both of them are really. You know, I, I guess the older one was the first one you see as an asshole. You know, he's just talking to like he's talking to like a little brother, making fun of him and stuff like that. Typical brother relationship. Um, mm. Then of course the dinner party stuff. We you know when they're having dinner and he brings up the inappropriateness of the the teacher, you know, professor relationship that they started and all that stuff. And yeah, like you said, and, the, and of course the young the younger brother. Didn't come off douchey until the twist at the end, you know, um, even though he's like his friends seem douchey. So I guess it kind of works. Um, so, yeah, I guess literally everybody in this movie, but, but we don't like hate the parents, though.
2: No, no, I actually I feel like we're kind of at this point. So maybe now's a good time to talk about acting. Uh, you guys know I talk about acting a lot. It's just I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard for me to separate acting with the character. Um, but I, I really liked the mom. I feel like she, her acting was incredible. And, and obviously I liked Aaron's acting. Mm -hmm. That actress killed it. Yeah. No pun intended.
0: Pun intended. Pun intended. Literally. Pun intended. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: But everyone else, I had issues with their acting Mm -hmm. and I had issues with their character. And so it was kind of like a double whammy because I, I was just really disappointed, you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean the dad I, I actually wrote in my notes in the very beginning like this guy's is really Magoo mm-hmm. and I was like why is he acting like this no one else is acting like this
1: I, I totally agree yeah mm-hmm. just, yeah. and I
2: think it makes sense that now we know this actor only does comedies that makes sense I will say though when he was showing grief midway through the movie he, he definitely stepped it up and like pulled it together for that but uh, besides the older brother, I actually think that Felix and Crispin, who, I mean, obviously spoilers, are the two behind this. They mm-hmm. were the worst actors and and Z too. And I, I, had, I had real issues with the fact that you're supposed to not know that Felix and Z are behind it, mm-hmm. but their characters are so apathetic and so blah and don't react to anything that... And, and I know that I've seen this before, so I knew it was coming, but I remember knowing this the first time. I, I didn't know about Crispin the first time I watched this, but I knew about Felix and Z because how they just stood in the back and like were so monotone and just did not give a shit that people were dying, that their family was dying. So it was pretty obvious to me that they were in on it. And so that that was my big problem the first time I watched this movie uh, it was just, I felt like I knew that twist
0: early on oh. yeah that, that's crazy because like you know i'm the only person here that's seeing this fresh you know you guys have seen this before and i didn't i wouldn't say i saw the twist coming i just mm. it threw me off because i just thought they were bad actors oh. you know you know what i mean so like i was just yeah. watching it thinking like these these two are not great actors so like all the scenes you're talking about were just like they're showing no emotion i just thought like well they're, they're doing bad acting Like, you know, they Mm. should, you know, uh, they should have been doing more in that scene, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't thinking that like, oh, they're acting like that because they don't want to let on that they know what's happening or whatever, you know? So, because I was even putting in my notes, like, That guy, Felix, is, like, horrible in this movie. He has, like, no reactions. He's so, like, monotone.
2: He doesn't care that his family is dying. Yeah.
0: It wasn't until the the twist where they reveal that he's in on it that I was like, oh, okay, like, that makes more sense why he was acting that way. So I guess I gave him a little bit more points for his acting, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, What about you, Greg? What do you think of acting in this movie? I don't know. I I sort of disagree with what you guys are saying. Like, I had the opportunity to... I watched it once full through, you know, yesterday... And I watched little bits and pieces early this morning. And when I look at Felix, I see that he's not a leader. He's not the first person to react to a situation. He's kind of, he reacts secondarily or or tertiary to what's going on. So when you think that he's not really uh, reacting to the deaths of his family, I I think it's, I think it's, I buy it. You know, I, I look at what he's doing and he's like the third person to react to what's going on. And Everybody is in shock. I mean, like we haven't even talked about it, but basically while they're having dinner and, and they're like having, you know, they're a dysfunctional family. They start squabbling about random stuff um, and everybody's raising their voice and it's clearly not a dinner going well. That guy Tariq, he kind of like zones out and walks to the window and he gets shot in the head with a, <laughs> yeah. a cross, a, a crossbow bolt through mm-hmm. the window. And that's when shit starts going down. And yeah. every moment from that point forward is them just reacting to the shock of what's going on and them not really understanding what they're supposed to do. So they start doing stupid things like bickering about who's the most athletic to run outside. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, yeah. do, they do dumb things. So like when I see Felix not being the first to like cry over the people that are cr- the dying, his siblings, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree in, in some sense that people should have been more serious about it and people should have been moaning more. But um, I, I remember watching this movie the first time and, and not realizing that his, his apathy and Z's apathy were suspicious. I didn't think that at all. Hmm. Um, is that what the device is called, Greg? It's, a, it's not called a crossbow arrow. It's called a crossbow bolt. No, the crossbow is the device that shoots the arrow, but the arrow right. that comes out of a crossbow is called a bolt. I'm pretty sure of that. Really? From, from hmm. video games. Don't don't quote
0: me on that. I didn't know that. I've never heard that before. Huh. Oh wow, that's interesting. Is that how
1: you did one of your
0: original murders? And you wrote on
1: the wall, Greg. <laughs> you
0: used a crossbow bolt. Oh,
1: I've I've played my sh- my share of zombie video games where you uh-huh. have to you have to use crossbows because they're quiet, and I know they're called bolts. Oh, huh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. That's
0: cool. Uh, yeah. Let's get into you know speaking of that. Like, let's get into a little bit of the actual like invasion stuff. Let's get into like you said the, the using the crossbow, axes. I mean the the actual assailants, their their masks they wear. You know, let's get into a little bit of that. Uh, Laura, what did you kind of think of that aspect of it?
2: I thought it was horrifying. I loved the masks. Uh, except for the lamb. I love, I mean, I thought they looked so scary. Um, another movie that maybe we'll do in the future, uh, Strangers or The Strangers. I was so scared when I saw that movie. I am not about um, like horrifying murderers coming dressed in a mask. I, I mean, it can't be silly, obviously, mm-hmm. but that gets me for sure. So I thought it was horrifying. But again, when I saw that one of the masks was a lamb, I just died laughing. I was like, how did you make a lamb scary? That's ridiculous. <laughs> and that's also why I, I came tonight in my makeshift mask and bunny ears. Because I was like, what other animal can I be that's just super cute and cuddly and we're going to make it horrifying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought the, you know, the the actual intruders themselves were pretty dang creepy. You know, like I said, the mask, the attire, like the way that they kind of like stalked the prey and stuff like that um the like i said the use of like a crossbow like man, i haven't seen a crossbow in a long time in a movie like it's been a while so yeah. when i saw a crossbow i'm like oh that's pretty cool you know just something different a different weapon than just like a mm-hmm. you know a blade you know it, it was it was interesting especially when you got that first kill the tarik guy where he just goes right in his head
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah it was just so so jarring I'm like holy shit mm-hmm. you know um but i also like the fact that these guys like i picked up pretty early on of like, these aren't just normal random killers. Like, like right when they start doing the scene where Greg was talking about when they're bickering about who wants to run faster. And so they decide that it's the youngest daughter, I believe, you know, I don't know why. I don't, I don't ever get what the conversation was. They had why she was the fastest, but uh, you know, they have a plan of opening the doors, you know, as she runs by them and try to time it to where she'll be at full speed so she can try to run and get help. And then they open the doors and she runs out. I'm laughing a little bit, but uh, is this one of the dark humors, Laura, when she gets decapitated by a tripwire?
2: <laughs> no, but this is actually what sealed the deal and, and how I knew Felix was in on it was this scene. Really? Because think about it. I, I get what they're saying. All right, you got to run. Like when you get outside, you, you know, you got to run quickly. But Felix is the one that's like, okay, you need to start running like as fast as you can right away. Hmm. And that is just not something that anybody would do. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was watching her, you know, and this was kind of the dark humor. She's getting ready to run fast. She's like cracking yeah. her neck and warming up her muscles. I was like, nobody would do that. And the fact that Felix told her to do that, he, he knew the wire was there. Ooh. So that, uh, I I definitely didn't love that scene because mm-hmm. of that reason. But yes, I do think some of that humor was there and like her getting ready to start running. It's like
0: Yeah. 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 But like I said, that was, that was like one of the first scenes where I'm like, these guys are using fucking tripwires. Like these aren't just regular killers. These guys are fucking skilled. They're trained. They're Mm -hmm. militarized. Like they know what they're doing. You know, that was when my first thing I kind of thought about it, uh, you know, before they actually do reveal that they are, of course, um, so I really did like, I guess, the killers more or less. The, you know, way they looked and the creepiness. And then you have the first, uh, the first actual cu- couple jump scares are pretty creepy in this movie with them when they're actually like in the house and you don't know they're in the house. The mom hears a noise upstairs and she mm-hmm. goes to check, and the dad is looking. And he's about to look in a closet. And then I believe Crispin shows up and he's like, hey, dad, you know, and scares him, whatever. And then so they go back yeah. downstairs. And then like the camera stays on the door and the door just like creaks a little bit open. And I was like, oh, like that got me. It gave me like the chills. It wasn't like a jump skirt, but it gave me the chills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other one that really got me good was uh, when he was under the bed.
2: Yes. I love that yeah. scene.
0: When he's yeah. under the bed again, though, we've talked about this. I think in a couple movies now, it's like never look under the bed. Don't look <laughs> under the bed. Like if there's something under there, then just leave. Just leave. <laughs> just I would yeah. just I would always assume there's somebody under your bed. Just assume, mm-hmm. and then just be like, okay, I'm leaving. Don't ever look. You don't need to know. Either way, yeah. you, need, you need to leave no matter what. It doesn't matter. You know. Right. But, uh, that was definitely a jump scare when she looks under the bed and his head like pops out and everything or, or even the part where whatever the for the, daughter dies and the mom needs to be consoled so she goes and lays in the bed and she's like crying yeah. and then the guy like slides out slowly from under yes. the bed
2: that's actually what I meant. That's the scene that I love.
0: And e- <laughs> it's I love really that. eerie, and it's like, oh, it just like gives you the chills, you know? I, I would say for, the, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about acting, and it's not great in this movie besides a couple characters. I actually really like the directing. Yes, The I directing agree. was really good. There's a lot of good shots. They did the, you know, traditional, you know, handheld camera tr- technique through a lot of this where it's a shaky cam. Uh, but there's a lot of good shots in this movie. But, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but uh, Before we get into more of that, Greg, did you... Did you want to say,
1: did you already go through what you thought of the assailants? I, not yet. I, I thought the, the masks were, were great. If you think about the, the idea that, well, why are they even wearing masks? If, if the whole point is just to kill everybody, why put something in front of your face that's just going to make it harder to see? But if you think about what masks do, you realize it's very effective. Like for the obvious first reason is it conceals your identity. So If they get made, or if this mission just gets botched, they can't be fingered, you know, and and pointed like, okay, well, these were the guys that did it. But the other thing is that I think masks uh, generate intimidation. We, when you can't see a person's eyes, this is like the Michael Myers thing. When you can't see a person's eyes. You know, there's something really creepy about that. It really, it dehumanizes them, you know, and you you really feel like these guys are really scary until the first moment that she like stabs one and it cries out in pain. You realize he's human. Or when she kills one and the other is like... Uh, grieving at the loss of the other you you realize that they're human and you know all along that they're human they're just dudes behind masks but why do you put them on such a a pedestal of danger and it's because you can't see their faces so you i think it's so effective that they've done this and it was really scary so as far as the assailants go yeah they were super creepy um mm-hmm. they did a really great job with that
0: yeah 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 um i already talked a little bit about directing so do you what do you guys think about directing in this movie
2: yeah i agree i thought it was great uh i i also noticed that it, a lot of handheld camera and that's mm-hmm. like you said super super effective for horror i mean it you you have to have it in a horror movie you know they just go so hand in hand um mm-hmm. And yeah, especially that scene that we were just talking about where the mom is, you know, just so upset her daughter's died and she's in the bed, the camera zooms way out. And again, this is like another typical cliche horror element. We all know he's coming out from under the bed. We know it, but it just kind of zooms out and you're waiting and you're waiting you're waiting and then finally you start to see him slide out from under and I mean yeah it still just got me and it, I just felt like that shot was so so great
0: I didn't I didn't think he was gonna come out from under the bed though you didn't I, I was I was watching it and I was focusing on the chest at the foot of the bed. Huh. I thought he was gonna like come out of the chest, which <laughs> I was like, cause cause like it's like in the it's in the foreground of the bed at the foot of the bed. And it's like the one thing that my eye is kind of looking at. But I was like, they've already done the under the bed trick, you know, the you know, they already got a jump scare there. He's maybe he's not gonna be under the bed. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's gonna come out of the chest. So I was focused on the chest. And I think that's why when he slides out from the right, I was like, oh shit, I got even more scared because I was I didn't think about It. What
1: about you, Greg? What did you think of directing? To me, the camera work was so friggin' on point. I loved it. I I know that people might get tired of the whole shaky cam thing, but I thought it was so great. Every scene, you're either like behind someone's shoulder or you have a close-up of someone's face. And it really makes you feel like you're up in the business. Like you're in the action. Either you're there watching what's going on or you're a part of it. And the whole movie is shot this way. It's a giant house. um, And I imagine that's kind of hard to do because you're in close quarters. And I just felt like Every scene, I could, I could never really tell what room I'm in. Everything just kind of blended together. Everything was like polished wood and tapestry and carpets, and I think that's that's cool because you didn't get really um, tired of like looking at the same living room, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you never knew where you were. It kind of disoriented you, and it made you really part of the action. I thought the camera work was was so good. I loved, I loved all those like handheld shaky shots.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh do you guys have any like of your favorite like say directed scenes can you guys spot out like any like scenes that you remember that was like really well directed like a specific scene
2: i mean I, th- I think the under the bed one was my m- that was the one that stood out to me so much for directing
0: that was the one that got you the best yeah oh th-
2: actually no mm-hmm. i do have one more sorry go for it mm-hmm. okay uh and again, this is also another super cliche thing, but um, the scenes where, you know, there's like a reflection. In oh, a window. yeah. And mm-hmm. this this totally worked for me. Erin, she looks in a window and sees the reflection of one of the masks, which is already mm-hmm. horrifying. And yeah, just like scenes like that are really noteworthy and impressive, it, especially just knowing that it's done before, but mm-hmm. just having the confidence of knowing that it's going to work and doing it and going for it and having it be super effective
0: yeah yeah i I would say definitely my favorite directed scene is the scene where aaron is hiding in the it's like a closet or something like that and the the assailant guy is like on the outside and she she like drops a knife so he hears her and he comes towards the door and she peeks out of the keyhole and then the next shot is the guy's eyeball through the keyhole Mm -hmm. i thought that was just like a really cool shot and like a jarring like holy shit you know like a close-up through the keyhole of his eyeball you know so i thought like that was a really cool directed shot um what about what did you guys think of like the gore in this movie was it too much too little was it you know kind of okay what do you think laura
2: it it definitely was a lot and you guys know that i am not a, a big gore fan that's not that's not my thing it's not why i come to watch horror you know i'm like movies like saw and hostile i can't do i can't even watch them
3: mm-hmm.
2: um this, this was definitely too much but i couldn't figure it out when I was done watching this. Either I've just been watching more horror movies lately and I'm getting used to it or it just was done. It was right at that cusp of being too much. Like it was pretty bloody. But mm-hmm. um, the only scene that really bothered me and I wouldn't even say bothered. Like I thought this is the most disgusting thing. It was more like this is ridiculous was the blunder scene. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh-huh. I... <laughs> i watch these movies with my husband he's closing his eyes through almost every scene i am just completely <laughs>
1: calling him out
0: why is I know, he, cl- why is he closing sorry. his eyes because he doesn't he co- like gore at all then
2: no he well he just closes his eyes through any horror movie he likes them but he gets scared uh and <laughs> he and sobs I've...
1: uncontrollably <laughs> <No>. <laughs> with the box I'm of just, tissues
2: i'm just watching messed it up, Laura. And just, I just—I couldn't believe how much I zoned in on that blender scene. And I was just watching the, like the blood and like the, what I guess was brain, but this is what made me think of a frozen margarita because that's what it looked like.
3: Wow. <laughs> you
0: know? hmm.
2: I just was like, this isn't, this isn't working, but yeah, you know, I was okay with it.
0: Maybe after watching like the thing, you know, which is like so gruesome and gory that this is just like nothing to you now. Now you're yeah. just like, oh, well, you know.
2: I will say, though, going back to movies like Saw and Hostel, I I actually can't do those movies. It's Mm -hmm. too bad.
0: Well, we'll see what Greg's movie pick is at the end. Maybe it'll be one of those two. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to change on the fly now. Yeah. Um, What about you, Greg? What did you think of the gore in this movie?
1: I was fine with it. I, it was, it was certainly excessive. There was a lot mm. of, they, I mean, they use maybe more blood than the shining did in that elevator scene. They used just blood was everywhere, <laughs> but it, it seemed fine to me. I thought that they cer- they escalated the, the bloody scenes when one scene topped what the scene prior, you thought, okay, well, this is just the direction that we're going.
0: Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it's getting
1: crazier and crazier and they're not letting up on the throttle. And it's just, it, it it was very entertaining, I, I, mm-hmm. I have to say. It was a lot, and it, it may have seemed gratuitous, but I thought it was enjoyable.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you, Greg. Like, I thought I thought it was a really good balance of, like, not too much gore to where, like, I'm sick, but then, of course, not too little to where I'm like, oh, there's really nothing here, because I've seen, like some stuff on twitter lately you know we follow a lot of like horror fans and horror community and stuff like that That they'll post some images from like older like 80s movies oh yeah and i'm just like oh yeah. my god like that's I know that's so gruesome so absolutely I thought, I, thought this, I thought this movie was actually a really good middle ground of like a good enough amount of gore to be like, okay, this is kind of crazy. And then like, of course, not like too little to where it's like nothing else, you know. Um, I think yeah. definitely like the worst scene is probably the one where she cuts her neck on oh, the tripwire. Yeah. Cause that that's, yep. you know, a lot of blood and they show like the opening and stuff like that, you know. Um, but I think all the rest was actually pretty well done and practical and mm-hmm. good effects. So I actually really like the gore in this movie, you know. Um yeah. So let's get to now. Let's let's just talk about Aaron, because she is like, she's pretty much the main character in this movie. She's the she's the badass chick. She's Sigourney Weaver. She's, you know, whatever, every like main, you know, female character in every movie. But uh, let's, let's talk about her. We've been kind of like talking about everybody else but her, because I feel like most of the discussion should be about her. So <laughs> uh, what do you what do you think, Laura, about Aaron and her character and what she does in this movie? Just
2: badass, boss-ass bitch, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it, it, so, again, I think the first time I watched this movie, and this is what I had a feeling I was missing out on, I kind of overlooked her. I was a little bit younger, right? I mean, this okay. I, I don't remember what year we watched this, but it was probably over five years ago, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think I was so caught up on everyone else that it made me... It just kind of, it brought her character down because I was so oh. focused on everyone else. Hmm. Um, they they brought her down. Like she is such a good actress and her character is so unique and so fun to watch that she needs a better supporting cast. You mm, know, she deserves yeah. that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I thought she was absolutely amazing. I mean, i I thought the ease of throwing in Oh well, you know, I I was raised on a survivalist camp or whatever. The way she throws that in, just so nonchalant, like, yeah, I mean, why would I tell my boyfriend that? But mm. yeah, that's kind of why I'm know the stuff. Oh God,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's, to everyone else, it's like, oh shit! But that's just part of her story. I I really like her character a lot. Yeah. I have a I have a big woman crush on her right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny I That's funny. yeah yeah I, I i really like her character too you know i'm glad that i didn't have like your first take watching this movie laura where and you know everybody else kind of like shitty acting and this and that kind of brought her down because i i'm glad i didn't have that because i liked her character from the jump she seems supernatural you know and this and that and once once shit gets going down and she's like taking charge and doing things and, and then and same thing like with when i had that first thought about like these these guys the are militarized The i forget what scene it was but one of the scenes with her it's one of the first ones and that she kind of like takes charge and she's not panicking she's like okay we need to like shut the doors when you do this and I was like I was like there's more to her than she's saying I'm like she knows some shit you know I mean as much as I know you say you like the whole aspect of like the you know I was raised on a commune or whatever and you know my father taught me to survive and this and that like like I get it it's it's super realistic and I respect that but like for some reason like I wanted more like I wanted it to be something kind of over the top, you know, mm-hmm. like as much as like, I was, I think somewhat taking this movie kind of seriously. Like I said, I don't, I don't know. I didn't see a lot of the laughs in it. I was kind of like, if you're going to have like a horror ish, Comedy-ish, dark comedy, you know, if that's what you guys are kind of saying, then go over the top with it then, you know, say something like whatever, you know, I used to be a CIA agent, something, I don't know, but I, I just <laughs> I want I wanted something more. I wanted something kind of like a little, a little, a little more, you know, not mystical, but a little more creative. You know, I just wanted something more out of that. That was the only thing where she said it, and I was kind of like, oh, okay. What what do you what do you think, Greg, about her, her character, her backstory? I, I kind of side
1: with Laura on this. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. I thought that look, she's a she's in her master's program at her at her university, and she was a TA. So I don't think you have the time to in your life to actually have a career in some kind of military, uh, have some kind of military background. And the so the only way you can explain that is maybe you were raised in that. So I thought it was um, interesting and unique. And I what's so cool about that as like a as like a mechanic, is that it allows you to totally explain away all of the ridiculous like improvised weapons and traps that she creates. Like, doesn't matter mm-hmm. how crazy her traps can be, as a viewer, you have to say to yourself, well, what the fuck do I know? I wasn't raised in a survivalist camp. Maybe that yeah. they taught you that stuff. So everything that she devises becomes plausible and you're totally, I, I was totally drawn in. I was like, oh, okay, she's boiling water while she's grabbing knives and meat tenderizers. This, So she's like <laughs> basically like a suburban Jason Bourne. She's like grabbing, anything in the background <laughs> can become like a mm-hmm. weapon now. And I'm like, oh my God, you you got me. And the fact that, Laura, you nailed it. She said... You know, in, in a moment of um admission that this is what my background is, but that's something that you don't. I think if you were to tell somebody that in a moment of intimacy or in a relationship where they're not married, they're boyfriend and girlfriend, I think it you you would be afraid that it would push that person away. It's not. It, it's almost the equivalent of saying, "Oh, we hey hey, I was uh, I was raised in a cult." Okay, that's not something you that you bring up every now and then, or like in a uh, paranormal activity, I was uh, haunted by a demon for the first twelve years of my life. You know, you don't <laughs> oh, yeah. you don't tell people these things so the fact that she kind of said it as like uh okay well this is how i know these things like get on board with me and my plan and this is how we're going to survive i bought into that and it it totally like blew apart all of my questions i was like Mm. okay how does she know how to do this how does she know how to do that and i I love crispin's comment where he you know i don't know if you guys noticed this he when they started defending themselves for the first time he was like i've never seen you act like this before Mm you guys remember that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that line and it, it was like a way of explaining her character through somebody else. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like the oh, ab- yes. it's like the absence of her character. Like he had never seen this. So that really fills in so many blanks. And and I loved it. I really liked all of her actions, you know. Uh and this is the type of thing like, when you're watching a horror movie, at least the way I look at it in, so you know, we, we talk about subgenres of horror movies, and one of them is like a survivalist, where they mm-hmm. try to paint a picture of, you, you're in a scenario and you need to survive somehow. Then you literally empathize with the character to the degree that you are feeling like you're in their shoes. So you always question yourself, so what am I doing? What am I doing? What would I do? And not once in this movie, I think maybe one time, I, I have to say, but- for the most part, 95% of the movie, I'm not yelling at the screen saying, don't do mm-hmm. that, don't do that. Yes,
2: yeah. yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Like the, maybe one time where she walked by the windows and very like yeah. openly, <laughs> so, I was like, okay, <laughs> you just saw people getting shot with yeah. a crossbow, don't do that. But with the, you know, that aside, every, t- every moment that she made a decision, I felt like I was not ahead of the curve, which is, you know, when you're watching horror movies, you always feel like it's predictable. Your brain is subconsciously ahead of what the script and you feel like you can predict it. I didn't feel that in this movie and I didn't feel like the need to yell at her,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
1: in this movie. So I love that about her, the way that she backtracked into the window after running out of the house. There's so many things. I just her character. I can't imagine th- this movie without her is, is oh. a total flop. Oh, oh God, my yeah. God! Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because I
0: really like you're talking about Greg when she like really like clicks in and she kind of starts turning into like Mullicoli colkin and Home Alone. <laughs> She's like making booby traps and shit, and you know this and that. You know, like I really, really started digging the movie then. You know, sadly there was like a good twenty minutes before that though of like people I really didn't give a shit about. So like I, I, I kind of wish the movie was just all her. Like I wish she was vacationing by herself. Maybe she wants to be a writer and she wants to be by herself. And then intruder come in and it's just her defending herself because then i think i would have liked the whole fucking movie but everybody else like you laura said laura like you don't give a shit about anybody else in this movie but her
1: so it's sad that you have to go through all that crap beforehand to get to the good stuff yeah you didn't think drake was funny when he started talking about Tariq's profession he was like i think commercials are like the pinnacle of of media (laughs) oh
2: i i do i actually think that uh, drake was so funny yeah, as far as Drake goes, I actually don't think his acting was bad. I think, yes, the character you weren't supposed to love.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. So
2: that's kind of where I, you know, I need to be clear with that because there are times when the acting is good, but the character is supposed to be unlikable. Uh, so yeah, I thought he was okay. Um, yeah, and, and actually I thought his acting when he was getting stabbed by his own brother over mm. and over again, Yeah, I thought that they really kind of, zoomed in on him and his face said it all like the shock the pain he really uh, that was actually some really good acting
0: so Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah, let's um let's talk about the twist in this movie we already kind of spoiled them a bit you know the fact that Felix is you know one of the you know whatever you want to call it masterminds of this he wants his inheritance and this and that blah blah, blah. I guess they're you know him and Crispin are the two youngest brothers I assume that's probably why they're doing this because they're last in line maybe mm, you know mm-hmm. or, or maybe the fact that just the dad doesn't like them you know uh, yeah so right. I guess that would make sense why Felix and Crispin like want to do this and want to like just get their inheritance and blah 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 you know go on a vacation as he took it at the end he wanted to go on vacation with her Um, you know but uh, you know I I actually liked the twist you know like I said I wasn't I didn't suspect Felix in the beginning, stupidly. I thought I should have, but I was just looking at him as a bad actor. But uh, once they revealed that he was in it, I'm like, oh, that's a good twist. That's a good twist. And then the, the you know, last reveal of Crispin being involved, that was another one where, like, I was 50-50. Like, like this guy's been gone for too long. He's definitely not dead. I know for sure he's not dead. Uh, my only thought before that was the fact when she sets up the uh, Home Alone axe booby trap at the door. My only thought was, okay, she's going to survive all this, and then Christmas is going to come through the door, and the axe is going to kill him.
3: Oh, (laughs) shit. That was my
0: only thought at that point. That's why he's not there. That's why she did the axe, because then she's going to survive, but you know, lose him, you know? It wasn't, you know, that's why I was, like, kind of not expecting him to be the bad guy, too, you know? So I was actually pretty surprised at that second twist, too. Uh, And I liked both. I thought both were good twists. They were plausible. It made sense, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't like either of the characters, so I fucking it's like, I, I hope you both die anyway, so yeah, yeah. What did you guys think of the twists?
2: Well, I actually feel like there were three twists, if you include the fact that she reveals that she was raised on the, mm-hmm. like, survivalist commune. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I felt like twist-wise it was good. I mean, unfortunately, I, I did guess that Felix was behind on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that Crispin was too. So, yeah, I thought the twists were good. I just wish that we saw some better acting from felix and crispin i think that that was some pretty awesome opportunities for them as actors to in their role pretend to be shocked pretend to be loving Mm -hmm. brothers you know pretend like they have nothing to do with it and then you know kind of going back to scream you know i mean at least those characters pretended in ways where yeah you kind of thought it might have been them but then you're like oh no it can't be you know he loves her and yada yada so i yeah i just that's that's where my problem is
0: Mm -hmm, the acting
2: well and kind of like what i said the first time i watched those characters and that acting brought the awesomeness of her Mm -hmm. down Mm -hmm. for me so like i didn't notice it i also think that it brings the twist down too like oh man that would have been really badass if I had no idea you were behind it. And you yeah, see, I could totally like, see some that. tears. You know, like yeah. if, if
1: you're if you're focusing on the other other characters, and it's so interesting. I have so many negatives, and a lot of it has to do with those other characters, but. It's like, how much weight do you put into that? I feel like if you were to watch this movie and put a lot of weight into these auxiliary characters, the, the siblings, the, you know, the parents, all the bad acting, then yeah, you're not going to come away with this with a very good feeling. But I remember the first time that I watched this back in 2013 and this time, I was always just zoned in on Erin and she just killed it. And that's what just carried it for me yeah mm-hmm.
2: i mean i think it's safe to say all three of us have a boner for this girl right <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. actually don't answer that i don't want you guys to get in trouble but
0: yeah yeah i don't want to get in trouble i don't want to get in trouble here yeah uh Seriously. what uh, what, <laughs> what, uh, what
1: uh what do you think about the twist though greg what do you think about the two twists the twists were, t- twist were great. it's so funny we were watching it last night and she started talking about crispin and how suspicious he was and i was like I I didn't even remember the twist. Oh, wow, from the first time you saw it? (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, well, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, I should shut up. And I'm like, wait, is he in on it? And thats I actually thought that they did a great job of concealing their motives to not know that they were involved. Because in the beginning, you see Felix and Z, they're already very, they're not even engaged. Like Z, when she, you know, usually when the girlfriend of, you know, a guy meets the mother-in-law or the mother for the first time, it should be a, a cordial experience. You know, you show respect, you know, it's the, the matriarch of the family, you know, you do something. But the fact that she was disengaged told me that, okay, well, she's already a, uh, a very disconnected person and Felix is not the first person to act in any given scene. So they're very like aloof people. So every time that they were like drawn out of the scenes they're not very like emotional, even the second time watching it, I don't even remember that they were like the ones until like closer to the end. So, um, yeah, I thought the acting was, was good on Aaron's part and it was believable that the, uh, that, uh, what do you call it Felix and Z were not a part of it and same thing with Crispin until the end but yeah I, I do agree like they're acting I, I didn't like I don't know I, I just didn't like the things that they said like Crispin's final like monologue toward the end I don't know yeah, I yeah. felt that was very cringeworthy a lot of the things that they said and then the, but the problem is I feel like I was confused like I didn't know whether a, a tribute their bad acting to just that's just bad script writing or the bad delivery or is it these are just the characters they're very awkward people it's a dysfunctional family so you shouldn't expect them to be sane and they were all pretty insane throughout the movie so i I was kind of confused so i really couldn't pass judgment on that to be honest with you
2: yeah i i have two comments on everything you just said one is Z. I also have issues with her because, so like I said, I think Felix and Crispin should have phoned it in more. But Z is clearly like a psychopath. Yeah. I mean, sure, she's going to oh, okay. get money. She's going to get money too, being with Felix. But she's clearly like a psychopath. I mean, she has that very shocking line where
0: she was like, <laughs> yeah.
2: fuck me next to your dead mother.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Again, it's missed opportunity. She should have acted that part of like, you know, we as the audience are like, oh, this chick's a psychopath, but we know it the whole time and we see it and she's just mm-hmm. acting weird and you're always kind of suspecting her, but then you're like, oh, but she's with Felix, like the loving younger brother. <laughs> I think that's another missed opportunity there. Um, but I will say during that scene that you were mentioning, Greg, uh, where Crispin's giving his like final, very manipulative- uh, Yeah, yeah.
3: The
2: dialogue i it's horrible we've well it's horrible and again it's so sad because we've already talked about how awesome erin is her acting's incredible but we haven't even talked about the fact that she was able to act out the uh, how tired she was from fighting people all night the shock of finding out about felix and z killing all three masked men Killing Felix and Z, and then answering the phone and finding out that not only is your boyfriend alive, but he Oof. is in on it too. And then standing through his snooze fest dialogue, <laughs> and like her acting is incredible this whole time. Yeah, oh, and that just I'm just gonna go there. That goes into my absolute favorite scene, which is when in his dialogue, he doesn't give a shit that anyone's dead. And trying to tell her, oh, I I wanted you unharmed from the beginning. That was like a big part of my plan. Mm -hmm. And he kind of gives her not an ultimatum, but he's like, well, it's either we get money now, you and I, and we run away and everything's fine. Or I go to jail and you get nothing. It's like, he doesn't even think she might kill him. Mm -hmm. And then she does. And I love that. I love that he's alive enough to be like, why? And she goes, why the fuck not? And I was like, (laughs) why drop? Oh. That was so good.
0: Yeah. 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 Like you said, I mean, his, it, it's supposed to be his scene, you know, it's his monologue. <laughs> he, you know, but he just, it's just nothing there. It's so like just blah, you know, yeah. it's just nothing there. Like, I wish, like, I don't know. I, I, I wish they went the opposite way and instead of like trying to like reason with her, like he just went insane. Because hmm. then at least there yeah. be at least there be something, something there, but there was yeah. just nothing. So I was just like, oh my god! And I was thinking in my head of like, oh my god, if she takes him back, this movie's the worst. Because then you just you'll ruin this character if she takes him back at the end. So no. I was like, I was so happy when she kills him. I'm like, yes, you know, like yeah. thank God, kill this asshole, you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the the final end of this movie, you know, which is I, I thought was actually a pretty cool ending. Uh, yeah. You know, she kills Crispin. She's the only one left um then a cop shoots her through the window all he sees is is her with a a screwdriver or whatever and all these dead people so of course he shoots her um then the cop radios in you know they need help backup blah blah so then the cop goes through the door and you have (laughs) to remember that she set up the axe you know that's gonna kill somebody and then yeah it kills the cop and then it just goes to credits there um but i did like the did you guys check the end credits like yes you know uh, we're, the end credits are kind of like, uh, you know, like photos you know photos, photos of the char- stills, photos of, of yeah. the characters themselves and her one it's what it's meant to be is like a police uh it's like the police are investigating what's going on that's uh-huh. what it's meant to be so her photo they show and it says suspect with a question mark meaning she got away she got away and the cops are looking for her as the, as the, one of the main suspects of this movie you know which uh-huh. which made me think like i want to i want a sequel now <laughs> i want to see her like in like Prague, like trying to hide and then she has to like beat the shit out of people or something <laughs> like that like you know like like turn her into the angelina jolie like i I was kind of sad that i seemed like this actress didn't really do a lot more no no i know like i don't know if there's a story behind like what happened or what but she's so good in this movie and i feel like it's just sad to think like she doesn't seem like she really did a whole they didn't get like that big break you yeah. know, but because uh, she totally carried herself just like I said, like Angelina Jolie in a movie or Charlize Theron like kicking ass and I was like, I believed it. So it's kind of sad that she didn't get to do more, you know, uh, in mm-hmm. general. Yeah. So what do you I guys agree. think? What you guys think of the the actual end end of the movie?
2: I loved it. I, lo- I thought I thought it was perfect. If it kind of mirrored the beginning, like it started off in like this fun, funny way, you know, in a way almost and then it ended with you knowing she set the booby trap, you seeing the cop about to walk in, and her just being like "No, don't!" and then it just cuts. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just so fitting, fitting to the theme of the movie. Kind of funny, um, always interesting when it ends. Kind of, I mean, we know he's gonna die, but we still don't know what's gonna happen to her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how else you. I don't know how else you end the movie. I think yeah. it would have been too easy to say that she walks outside meets the cop and says i i've been attacked this whole night i'm innocent it's too easy mm-hmm. yeah it, it, it's almost like she's she's uh being somewhat punished for her for her own contribution to the violence mm-hmm.
3: she set up that mm-hmm. trap
1: now she killed i guess you could say an innocent cop and i don't know how that plays out like you said i didn't see the credits but it seems evident that she's on the run now and i, th- I think that's really interesting
0: mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah she'll
2: survive she'll be fine
0: yeah yeah yeah. She's a, she's a badass bitch. Like Laura said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's get to positives, negatives. Uh, so Laura, do you want to go first? What are some of your positives and then a couple of negatives you have?
2: Um, honestly, I think I've already covered all of my positive negatives. Um, my two biggest negatives besides the acting was just, uh, you know, bringing her down. That was my big thing with the first go around and then also just for me knowing that felix and z were in on it and just wishing that there was more emotion and less blahness with those characters Mm -hmm. um positives obviously erin she carries the movie she's the reason why this movie gets any points and stars period um actually i think one of my favorite scenes and this kind of ties in acting and directing i don't think i've mentioned this scene yet is actually the very first time that the arrow comes through the window and this is before you know that she is like a survivalist right and it it zooms in and kind of slows down on her face while she looks at the shattered glass on the floor and then looks at the the broken window and it's going really slow and it's almost like she's calculating in her head like mm-hmm. okay whoa what just happened why is that there and then we slowly see um tyree fall to the ground you know with an arrow in his head mm-hmm. that was my absolute favorite scene in the movie wow hmm. yeah okay. i thought that nice. was really cool mm-hmm. so yeah those are some of my positives i guess
0: yeah yeah uh what about you greg what do you what do you got for positives negatives I, I would say
1: the thing that I actually dislike, one of the scenes that I disliked was something that both of you actually very liked. And that's the guy crawling out from underneath the bed. What if they had spotted him? What was his plan? And then how did he have the time to write your necks in blood on the wall? Like I, I, I was lost a little bit on that scene, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. I didn't understand. Like, What if they would have just looked under the bed and he was there? Well, you've got like five dudes around and you're now you're stuck underneath the bed or what are you going to do? What's, what's the point? Of that i don't know if i understood he's that gonna kill him mm-hmm. i don't know
0: that's uh <laughs> that, that's that's not where you hide greg when you assault people don't hide <laughs> under the bed didn't get that it,
1: it look it seems scary and until the moment like i like i always think of like uh in my brain i have like alternative movie scenes and another scene in my brain that plays out is they go oh my god like looking under the bed and the guy's sitting there like oh shit you caught me i didn't think you would look down here and then it's like i'm sorry and then he like drops his knife and he's like okay yeah. I give up, and it just becomes—it's not as menacing anymore. So that was kind of like rolling in the back of my head. So that—that that was the only thing I, I really didn't like. Um, but um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think I'm—I am kind of there with, with both both you guys as far as positives. I mean, it's all Aaron. It, pretty much anything yeah. she did in this movie was great. You know, acting-wise, everything she, you know, her character did in the moment was smart. It was like Greg said, it's not like you're not yelling at the screen, you know, being like, why are you doing this? Why are you being stupid? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, you would do that, you know? Super realistic, super practical. Um, So that's that's mostly my positives would be all, anything she did in this movie. Um, I think another thing I actually did like that I didn't really mention before was like some of the music in the movie, I like when she like kicks it into like high gear and like the third act and then like there's like a techno music that starts going on <laughs> and it feels very much like yeah. stri- like stranger things music
3: yeah yes. Yes. Yes.
0: so i was kind of like because it, it was like a slight like montage of her like setting the traps and this and that and i was kind of like bob my head like all right let's go let's go aaron let's go you know like i yeah. really i did <laughs> like that music part of that movie you know yeah. um but then yeah for for negatives it's just like yeah it's it's mostly the other characters it's the acting of all the other characters i mean you know you know, I thought the story was a good story. I thought you know that it's just like some of the mm-hmm. acting doesn't land, some of the characters don't land. Like I said, if it's not her, if it's not something she's doing or associated with, I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, you know, watching this movie, I definitely feel like it's a 50-50 movie. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could like it, you could not like it. Like there's it's like right on the borderline of like there's enough things to like if you want to like it, there's enough things to not like if you don't want to <laughs> like it. You know,
1: that's a great way of saying it. Yes.
2: Actually, can I say, Greg, I feel like this is good no matter what we both come out of our second time around. I think it's like, I can admit, I can see why you loved it so much. And hopefully you can admit, oh, I can see the things that took you out of it the first time around. So this is, this is honestly why I picked this movie because Mm. it's the three of us doing our reviews and we're conjecturing with each other, you know? And uh, this this, and The Visit were the two that really, you know, got in between Greg and I, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, Laura, you already said that your original take on this movie was probably a two out of five, correct? Yeah. Greg, what was your original take from seeing
1: it, if you can even remember? It was, I, I think it was about the same. Not, 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 not the same as that, but I feel like it's about um, maybe like, uh, it hasn't changed then, it hasn't it, changed. I, I feel like it's the same. It is, oh. I, I feel the same way about
0: the movie oh okay It's interesting that's interesting all right let's let's get to the ratings then let's just kind of like we're talking about let's get to the ratings then so let's do let's do one to five i kind of want to see what how much laura's has changed and kind of what greg's i guess always overall opinion was but uh let's do let's do how many badass bitches how many badass bitches for this movie one, one to five you know you know and and, and 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 which badass bitches are you choosing are you choosing like you know four sigourney weavers are you choosing like three mm-hmm. Nev campbells what do you what do you what are you picking laura
2: Oh shit, you just threw this on me. Ah okay. Okay. Um dude, what? Okay. <laughs> I like broke <laughs> I broke
0: Laura's mind for a second.
2: <laughs> you broke my brain. You blended my brain. You
0: blended Laura's brain. Wow.
2: Um okay, so I know this doesn't sound very high, but I my second time around, I'm giving this a three. Hmm. Three badass bitches. Um, it definitely has gone up from the first time I saw it because I am literally crushing hard for Erin at this point. I <laughs> think she is incredible, and so I and I also talked about how yes, some things were very cliche, but they worked and they were either really effective or really fun to watch. So I I definitely appreciated more. So this movie is not without. Positives, it's It's those positives are fantastic, but the negatives, oh, it weighs it down so much. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's only getting a three for me. Mm. As far as who the badass bitches are, I don't know, man. Let's just throw <laughs> them all in there. You got one Sigourney, you got one uh Nev Campbell, and let's say the third one's Aaron. Oh, oh yeah.
0: wow, she made her own own list. Wow, that's that's all man. That's like legit. If you can make your own list, wow.
2: Come on. Cool. Mm-hmm. She's she should be up there. It's actually very sad that she's not.
0: Who would uh who would uh let's go on a little off topic here a bit. I have an idea. Laura, who in your mind is the Mount Rushmore of female Ooh. like badass bitches in movies, in movies of course, you know?
2: Um probably Sigourney Weaver, honestly. I mm-hmm. I don't talk about her enough. I don't even talk about like Alien and Aliens enough even though I love those movies. Um but you know, they're not in my top 3. But I think that it, you just can't deny her character. So, That's so, like what you... So you're saying
0: Ellen Ripley. Ellen Ripley is... Ellen Ripley. God. Ellen Ripley. Okay. All right. You got, what, three more?
2: Oh, wait, I, what? I how you... many
0: movies? There's four on Mount Rushmore, correct, Greg? Oh,
2: I get <laughs> yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay, sorry. I didn't
0: understand. It's, okay. Laura's just like, it's four Ellen Ripleys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: so you, it's, a, it's a dictatorship.
2: <laughs> and it's horror, horror.
0: Or it could just be bad. Tricks. It could just be badass bitches from movies. You know, it doesn't really have to be horror specific. You know, just badass bitches from movies.
2: From you know? movies. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking. Oh my Someone God. else talk. Cause it, this is a really hard question. Why really? are you pressuring me?
1: Okay. What? What, what about, yes. <laughs> what about you, Greg? From
2: any movie? Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, Greg.
1: Okay. I, I can tell you my four. I'll say, he's like Olivia, Olivia Wilde <laughs> in Tron. <laughs> i'm gonna kick uh, ripley off the list just because she's too obvious to me off the I'm gonna, list
0: oh my yeah, god yeah just because she's Jesus like Christ.
1: she's like too she's the pinnacle wow. she's not on rushmore she's kind of like on you know her own mount whitney or something you know she's, she's fucking crazy thing. i'm gonna say this girl Erin, is on is the mount rushmore <laughs> of badass bitches i'll also <laughs> give the the girl from descent um, on there you know oh. all the blood and all the crevices that she and all the death that she has to go through she's i, I don't know anybody that I can deal with that also um is it Naomi watts it's in the ring who's in the yeah ring? yeah yeah mm-hmm. she kills it. i mean i would have been done the first time i saw the, the videotape but she um <laughs> she deals with it and then also whoever the mom is in, in babadook having to deal with with um kind of that the the petulant kid and
2: oh my god no
1: yes that that's that's my mount rushmore laura does not like your mount rushmore right now
0: those are my four Laura wants to take dynamite and blow up your mount rushmore you can't i've roped it off you can't get anywhere near (laughs) wow what do you think laura what do you think about greg's list
2: i think his list is ridiculous (laughs) 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 oh man all right Ah, we definitely have sigourney weaver mm-hmm. i'm putting this chick i'm putting oh Aaron my god
0: can't we both of you there? guys put her on there that's crazy why
2: not why no, not i'm talking mm-hmm. about the movie she's amazing uh i'm gonna have to go uma from kill bill hello Oh,
1: okay <laughs> nice nice
2: why don't roll your eyes at me greg
0: no that's i
1: i, <laughs> I didn't i i may have thought about that but then i wasn't <laughs> thinking that's out of the horror genre but you're you're right she belongs up there I, well, you I said what? I said it doesn't have to be horror. I said it could be any movie, Greg. You, yeah, did, you and did, and
2: my my last one is gonna have to be um, R.I.P. But Princess Leia. Cheers.
1: Oh, Princess oh, Leia! Wow. Oh, okay. okay, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna dynamite my Mount Rushmore after that. <laughs> I know. I was, yeah. I, was,
0: I, was, I was gonna say, is there any way like the Mount Rushmores can fight each other? Because I feel like Laura would dominate your <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Dang. Yeah. I guess for me, I'm definitely putting Ellen Ripley. I don't know why she's not on Greg's. So that's ridiculous. Uh, you got Ellen Ripley. I would say, um, what's her name? Uh, Sarah, was it Sarah Connors from Terminator. Ooh. Ooh. I put her on my, my Mount Rushmore. Um, I would say, uh, oh, what's her name? Shirley uh, Theron from Mad Max Fury Road, Furiosa. She's fucking badass in that movie, you know? Um, and then I guess for my fourth one, I probably would say, hmm... I guess I gotta go, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween. Then I'll put her on the my Mount Rushmore. Okay, I put there, you know. So I think my Mount Rushmore is the best, you know. I think, I think, okay. I think Laura's is pretty close, you know. And then Greg's is just like a, a little, like little pebbles that fell off the bottom now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Good job. Good job. Um, oh, Greg, do you, Greg, we're at your ratings now, right? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's.
1: Th- uh, it's. Uh, what are we doing? What's the unit? What are do we doing? <laughs> oh, badass. How many badass bitches? Yeah, how many, how many badass bitches? Yeah.
0: One to five, Greg. How many badass bitches are you giving this movie? And and don't take any other ones from your Matt Rushmore.
1: Oh, I'm definitely taking uh I think her name is Sarah from the set. I'm taking three and a half Sarah's. Um I, I honestly I really enjoyed this movie. The the first time was about the same as the second time. I noticed a lot of the the bad acting this time around but it really didn't it didn't turn me at the end of the day you know what it boils down to is it was so entertaining for me it almost felt like an action movie like she was kind of like an underdog action hero and I always like align myself with those type of like you know Will Smith Arnold you know where it's like you against the world you know Um, you're thrust into a situation against impossible odds and the enemy totally underestimates you and you surprise them with your resource there's that whole who doesn't like that setup and that was almost like this movie for me kind of like straight away from horror and she became like the baddest threat in this movie Mm -hmm. and i and and i love that and the fact that it was so unpredictable at at every single turn i have to say i totally overlooked all the bad stuff so it's i give it three and a half
0: okay nice 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 that's cool that's cool um yeah for me man my rating has changed since we started recording so when we first started recording I think I was very much in line with uh Laura's initial take on this movie was like the bad acting really like pulled everything down because I I put on my notes like I'm giving this a two because I just didn't really like enjoy a lot of it you know but then like talking with it you know talking through it with you guys and just bringing up like how much of like a badass she was and how many cool things she did and how this is literally like like a diehard meets funny games you know she's fucking bruce willis she's just like kicking oh, the shit out of people nice you know i love
1: Rob, mm-hmm.
2: you just nailed it that is exactly what this is that
1: should have been their their promotional marketing for this movie oh my god yeah
0: yeah so like I, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go up then i'm gonna say a three then i'm gonna give it a three i'll give it three badass bitches you know like i like you said like the acting you know other than her is not great at all the characters i don't really like but uh you know it's pretty much all her so i'm giving three you know badass bitches of her so three errands because she's the only person carrying this movie shit (laughs) you know yeah 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 Yeah, um yeah so that's it for the review this week we were all pretty close to three greg was 3.5 right there but you know yeah um, yeah you know i would definitely say this is a movie to check out you know if you can if you can get past you know the beginning of the stupid people in this movie and just focus just solely focus on her you know then then you you're gonna enjoy it yeah yeah, so now let's get to next week's movie reveal. Greg is picking next week, so uh, Greg, what uh, are you picking? Somebody from your Mount
1: Rushmore? You from there? <laughs> I just think that it's it's absolutely embarrassing that we have not done a zombie movie yet after how many movies that we're in. We did, we did the happening. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> we're we're gonna watch Train to Busan. Oh, nice. so that. That's 2000, what, 18 19, something like
2: that. I've seen that. Mm. Yeah. Wait, okay is that? It's
1: a foreign film,
0: correct? Yes.
2: It's subtitles, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Because I, I definitely haven't seen it then. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice, All nice. right. I'm excited to watch this. And I hear really good things. I heard it's cool. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm nice. excited to
2: watch it again. Good
1: Yay. pick, Greg. Good pick. Yeah. I was waiting. Good for, job, to, Greg. You
2: know,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah we always get really scared
1: <laughs> well as you should you should not stop being scared yeah because yeah because
0: it's letting everybody...
1: you, you know you know the picks that i have in my pocket that could come at any yeah, time so know, yeah don't don't ever forget never yeah, forget cause,
0: yeah because just letting everybody know like i was waiting to see what greg's pick was because next week is my pick so like there was two movies i was debating and i was going to see is greg gonna pick like a garbage pick or is he gonna pick like a pretty good movie so he picked train de busan so get ready everybody i'm going back to my list <laughs> next week and it's yes. going to be one of my out of left fields uh Reno you know rob i already know what it is <laughs> rob's rob's <laughs> random video rob's <laughs> random movie he picks uh yeah but uh but yeah next week we'll be watching we're we'll doing train to busan so that'll be cool uh yeah i'm excited for that cool 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 nice yeah, so that's uh, that's it for the week. You know, um, you know, as always, uh, let us know what future movies or topics we can conjecture. You can hit us up, conjecturingpod at gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturingpod. Uh, don't forget, subscribe, rate, review wherever you get your podcast from. This has been the Conjecturing. I've been Rob and Laura and Greg. Yeah, until next time. Remember, horror is subjective. So conjecture away. See ya.
2: Bye.
0: Peace.
3: I'm gonna learn a
1: beatbox I'm gonna learn beatbox and I'm gonna surprise the shit out of you guys in one of these episodes
2: bitch, man.